Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Ready for an amazing deal? BreezeLine's fiber-powered internet starting at $19.99 per month offers the reliability you deserve and security you can trust. Whether you're streaming, gaming, or working from home, we've got all your needs covered with speeds up to 1 gig and our two-year price lock guarantee. This deal gets even better with two free months of internet, free equipment, and free Wi-Fi your way to protect against cyber threats. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires July 8th, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Poppin' Congregation, it's your girl Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess, back with another installment of your favorite podcast about robbery and fraud and all those who practice it. Sometimes we love them, sometimes we hate them. Let's get on the ride. As always, I'm very... Yes, excited, extremely elated for today's guest. We have a hilarious comedian, writer, actor, Twitter celebrity at Caleb Says Things. If you're not following him on Twitter, then like, how are you getting your yucks for the day? Because my guy is putting out the yuck yucks. You can check out his writing on Netflix's upcoming animating series, Human Resources, a spinoff of Big Mouth, which I love, 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 love that show so much. He was in Variety's top 10 comics to watch in 2020, and he is a returning homie of the show congregation please welcome Caleb Heron ah, I'm back <laughs> yes I love that energy that, I hey. broke in I broke into the building they said you can't come in I said I'm doing the pod let me in <laughs> He kicked down the doors. I kicked down the doors. Yes, security's currently banging outside, but we're going to do the episode. <laughs> and then they're going to escort him away. I, went, I walked past all the windows where you can see the white people in flannels doing podcasts, <laughs> radio shows, whatever's going on over there. Yes. Let's go. A white requirement. Well, not for us. We don't have to wear flannels. But uh, for them, you know, they got to let you know that they're really a podcaster in whatever right. way than a flannel. Well, Caleb, we always ask on this show, what is your relationship with scams? Do you love them? Do you hate them? Any new scams in your life? Life and the old ones you can talk about and the government won't come knocking? Well, last time I was on here, I, I think I caused mayhem by saying I'm unscammable. <laughs> I said I'm not... Did I'm, they try after that? I'm not able to be... Well, here's the thing. I, I almost got scammed recently. No. Yes. this There is a scam that gay men run on dating apps, okay? okay? Well, they might not even be gay men. They're just running it on gay male dating apps where they'll be like, hey, I really want to hook up with you. They'll have all these pictures. It'll it'll be like catfish proof. You think, like, this person is not catfishing me. I really want to have sex with you. Look at oh, all these real photos of me. Look at all these me. real photos of me. They're on my profile. I got a name and everything. Holding today's newspaper. Look, and holding up. You tell me what to hold up. I'll hold it up. <laughs> They're, it's real. And then and then they'll be like, I really want to come over, but I, I, need, I need you to Venmo me some gas money. I've heard about this one. And I was like... <laughs> 
and I, I had a long conversation with this guy. He was like, ask me where I'm from. I'm like, ask him what he, we're like, really? I kind of got to know him. And then he was like, I need gas money. And I was like, oh, they got me. Look, gas is high. I gas know. is high. And also, my mother always said, pussy don't deliver. Pussy don't deliver either, okay? Not for free. <laughs> Not for free. This ain't Postmates. Let me you say gotta something. pay for this. I will always Uber someone to me, but I'm right. never sending money. I'll send you a new, I'll send you a car. Right. But I'm not sending money. That's please. classy. That's classy. classy. I'm, a, I'm a gentleman. Yes. <laughs> also, like, how dare you try to get on the sex app? Uh, or, you know, people hook up app and people date on there. A lot of people, like, find their partners on Grindr and Tinder, which always surprises me. Yeah. But, like, how you gonna get on that app and then be like, I don't got money to go nowhere? You got on here. Like, this is the app for going places. Like, That's how you know it's a scam. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. How much did they want for gas money? They didn't even get that far. They said, I need, they said, I really want to come over, but I need some gas. As soon as I read gas, block. I was like, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not I. Not me. Damn, he was going to give him a little chevron with tech ride. No. You could have Googled the prices and you know how far away they are, right? Did it say like five miles? You could have given them exactly five miles worth of gas. No, I'm not, uh uh-uh, uh, ever, never. <laughs> scam. That's a scam. I see it, but I'm unscammable. Once I see, I smell it in the air, I'm out. Yes. And look, I love that for you. I like to take a little bit of a ride sometimes. Like, I know it's a scam. <laughs> But I'm like, what y'all doing over here? Like, I'm just curious. I'm yeah. a boyer. Let's do a little bit to me. Not too much. Yeah. But I, I like that. I like that a lot for you. That's you're still you're still unscammable then. I'm unscammable. I'll never be scammed. I love that. For, that's I, the confidence. Every time I see an old person getting their pension drained, I'm like, you fool. Uh, it would never be me. Um, please, guys, call your grandparents. Call your grandparents. They're not, they're, they're in Even danger. Even just for selfish reasons. If you want some of them coins, like that could be a birthday check for you. Like, why are you letting me ma and them get robbed? Mm-hmm. You need no. to keep it for yourself. Right. Think about that. <laughs> think about you <laughs> for once. <laughs> if you don't love your grandparents enough to just call them to chat, you know, at least think about your investment dwindling away. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> and they the last one with money when they die, because the rest of us is gonna be like, it's gonna be a bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they gonna be like, oh, you her cousin? Oh, okay, well she owed. Oh, I have actually never met her yeah, in my I don't life. Know this bitch at all. No, <laughs> why, why, why did I show up in all black here? Where am I? Who am I? Just like leave. <laughs> I thought this was somebody else's birthday party. I gotta get out of here. Never and mind. Since here you're doing the eulogy, Miss Mosley. No, 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 no. I don't know, Lacey. No, that's not me. No, no. I'm Lucy. My bad. Right. I just be wearing morning clothes like everywhere. I, I love black. I'm from New York. <laughs> yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's a funeral home for funeralizing. Oh. oh yeah, no, I'm in the wrong spot. Oh. I, to, I thought this was a Wendy's. Y'all don't got no spicy nuggets. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they, oh, did you see? Hey, by the way, Wendy's has a, a strawberry uh, frosty now. Oh wait, is it of milk or is it like a? It's like whatever they're doing with slushy. the chocolate and vanilla, they're doing oh, now with strawberry. New. Something new to dip our fries into. It's new. You got to check it out. Okay, listen. Wendy's be having... Don't sleep on Wendy's, okay? And, um, Please don't. They don't sponsor the show, but if they did, mm-mm, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't cooked by a little redhead, I don't want it. So this is what you could have if you pay Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all get, on, y'all get on that sponsorship, okay? I'll really sell it for y'all. Four for four, okay? But let's take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. We'll be right back with What's Hot and Fraud. Scams! I love fashion, okay? But we all know buying the latest and the greatest constantly is a little bit of a scam to the planet, which is why I love Newly. It's a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Sometimes you put something on the gram and you feel like, oh, well, it's dead now. Well, with Newly, you can keep having fresh fits and you're helping the planet. Try out trending styles, colors, silhouettes, and then you can send it back for something 
No. Okay, come on, Newly. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles for more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. I know that's right. It's fast, free shipping and returns with professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy whatever you love, which I love that because sometimes I put on a piece and I'm like, it's mine's now. So you can buy it from Newly. I love using Newly because the free shipping, it's really quick, and the pieces are really nice quality. Also, I love that the orders, like when I got mine, it was shipped in a recyclable, reusable tote. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code GODDESS. 20. Just go to N-U-L-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code goddess20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code goddess20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future, and don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher, okay? Which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Cut! And we are back with the unflappable, unscammable Kayla Perry. And we are in What's Hot and Fraud. This is where we read your letters and get some warnings about popping scams in the zeitgeist and on the streets. Or scams that you've run yourself. As always, snitch on your friends and family and your enemies at scamgoddesspot at gmail.com. Just make sure your scam is retired because we don't want to what? Yes, fuck up your bag. All right, Caleb, I need a fake name for this person. We don't care about gender. Uh, Jolene. 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 The baddest bitch. We should start a band. That was kind of hot. That was not nothing. That was not nothing. It was a little bit of something. Okay, it was giving something. Listen, the baddest bitch out there, Jolene. I'm surprised there's not more women named Jolene after jo- Dolly Parton made that song up because you know you a bad bitch when Dolly Parton calling you like, hey, please don't please, take my mind. Leave my man alone. Because you can. We all know you can, bitch. <laughs> I'd leave him for you. I know he'd leave right. me for you. <laughs> Are you interested in women, Jolene? <laughs> we can all be together. I'm just saying, share him with me a little bit. Right. Like, let me get Tuesdays and Sundays with my man, and you can have him for the rest because you deserve. <laughs> Jolene was a bad bitch. That's how you know you're a bad bitch. She wasn't even coming. To, she said, I got to come to her as a woman. <laughs> like, Jolene. Woman to woman. On the track. There's so in many sexy men out here, Jolene. You can have them all. Just let me have mine. You couldn't pay me a billion dollars to write a song about how 
someone's able to take my man. There's no way. I would never write a song being like, I know you can do it. We're not getting this out of you in court. No. You couldn't torture the CIA. Guantanamo Bay couldn't get that information out of me. They just waterboard you like, who is the bad bitch? <laughs> it's just me. Right, it's just me. <laughs> There's no one. I'm the baddest bitch. <laughs> We're going to be here all night. Oh, Lord. No, I feel like, listen, sometimes you got to make some bargains and some compromises. You got to know where you at in life, okay? Jaleem definitely got a BBL. You know what I mean? Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Jolie eyelash is always done. Everyone's okay? getting rid of their BBLs. They are. No more BBLs, no more no more fake tits. The scam is that we're going back into heroin chic. We're getting back to thin. Yeah. Horrible for me. Horrible for me, too. Horrible for if y'all me. think I'm about to put the top of my pussy out of some jeans, y'all are sorely mistaken. <laughs> I will never buy a low rise ever again. I suffered. I struggled. We've been through it. Okay, Britney Spears was popping when I was a kid. All we, we, we was all out here with the top of our little coochie out. I ain't doing it. I'm no not more. going back. No more. And you were a cheerleader. Yes. I know you were into Britney. Yes. Oh, I love, I stand, I stand Brit. Yeah. Uh, she's an icon, but n- no, never again. Never again. No. We can't go back. But they trying to make us go back. The TikTok girlies, even Kim K, she's she's looking, she's looking quite slender. She's looking slender. They're going back to it. And it's bad. For, it's always been, fat's never been in, but at least there was, we were closer when people were like, I like fat parts. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was we close. Were moving, we were moving the needle. There towards, was a direction. Yeah. Right. We did ass. We did titties. <laughs> eyes were in. It's like okay, now give us stomachs One stomach, and oh, arms. It, we were so close to stomachs woo, and arms. If big stomachs and arms come in, everyone's done for except for me. Woo! Listen, I. Uh, I feel bad for the scam of people thinking that body types are trendy because to me, like, and, I, and I'm happy that I'm insulated in blackness in this way of like, I never felt weird or bad about being thick. I never really wanted to be like super thin. And then when thick was like in because white women were doing it, it was like, oh, okay, cute. Y'all welcome to the party. But we've been chilling over here. <laughs> we've been good over here. Sir Mix-A-Lot has held us down in the community. Okay. I like big butts. I cannot lie. We was fine. Yeah. But now like, I just feel bad for young people or anybody who thinks that your body should be a trend because that's weird well it's also inherently limited so whatever yeah. you got going on whatever's natural to you if, it, if it's in for now it won't be in later so it's like that is a scam right like if you're wearing a choker or like oh we wearing flannels or oh you know a high rise denim or whatever's in you can take that on and off your body but if you gotta go to a surgeon to be like hey this is the new can I show you this Vogue right. <laughs> page four they said this is the body for fall also y'all do not have money like that no. People, normal people do not have money like this to be doing surgeries on and off, doing this, that, and the other no. thing. It's like, you just got to go with what you got. Yo, we got to pray for Dr. Miami. What's his sales? Go- Did you see his tweet where when the hurricanes were happening, he was like, y'all come get y'all BBLs for the hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will tell you, uh, I, we are recording this the day after the Chiefs just beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yes. badly. Yes. And I'm feeling bad for them because they got the hurricane going on and they're getting stomped in the game. I'm like, it's Y'all really tough in Florida right everything. now. The elements. The PBL surgeon is on the run. Right. Football, everything. It's bad out there. It is. Not to say that Florida does not deserve whatever is going on because Florida is a mess. <laughs> Ron DeSantis, you, you deserve some uh, trouble. Him and Greg Abbott. I'm from Texas and I'm like... If we don't get rid of Greg Abbott, bitch ass, I don't know what to do. Like, I will, I will beat the hell out of Greg it's Abbott. It's time if to I, fight him. If I ever see Greg Abbott, it's on. I don't care. It's time to fight him. Every time I go to Texas, I try to run into him. Because <laughs> I'll fight him. I mean it.
As you should. He deserves an ass whooping. I'm not worried about his situation. Okay. I will fight Greg Abbott. These hands are E for everyone. Okay, e Equal everyone. opportunity beat down because that bitch deserves. I can't believe him. <laughs> the unmitigated gall uh, of that man. Bitch. Anyway. To be that ugly. To be <laughs> right. that ugly and that evil. Inside and out. You got to pick. Or at least just tell us you evil and like really like step it up. Like I want a naked cat that you stroking all the time. <laughs> I want you to put your pinky up to your face like about one million dollars. Like be like stop I'm going to control the world. Right. <laughs> Women, you don't have rights. Yeah, he's... he's well, he he's, is doing that part. He is doing that part. <laughs> yeah, and he's very on that. well. He's, and when it comes to evil demons, yeah. look, he's up there. Bezelbub is like, Greg <laughs> Abbey, Greg <laughs> Abbey, Greg Abbey, please don't take my job. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, devil's like, I work hard, but whoo, get Greg, Greg. Abbey, whoo. Shit. He's shooting in the gym. He's, he's, it's the off-season work. Right. It's the off-season work. Satan's like, chill, Greg. You got you coming to hell. You got a ticket. You don't even have to work this hard. We have a spot for you. We got parking and everything, Greg. You in hell. It's cool. You don't even got to do nothing else. But all right, so Jolene. Jolene says, hi to my favorite ear friend. What's up, Jolene? Love our love our symbiotic or our parasocial relationship. So this is a scam that I fell into and just couldn't stop. I make it a habit to go to the 24-hour grocery store late as I hate waiting in lines and the general mayhem of the grocery store at rush hour. So Jolene, I'm going to stop you up top first because the first sentence is giving me scammer. Not you. You fell into... Listen, I fell into a crime. Yeah. <laughs> I tripped. I, I tripped and absolutely like, backed into oops. a little bit of a cr- criminal enterprise. Right. <laughs> Oops, wire fraud. Oh, oh, I can't get I up. I hate that I did this for <laughs> right. years. It was a, tr- but it was an accident, you know. Yeah. You know I, how I accidentally happen. bought my third home from it. <laughs> I accidentally got a boat. Truly a mistake. Oh my gosh. I came, I went into the boat store and, and I was like, here's money. And they was like, here's a boat. It was wild. Like, how did this happen? Right. I woke up with a boat. I woke up with a boat. Y'all know how y'all be waking up with a boat. So Jolene says, I have nothing more than fresh flowers on my dining room table. Classy. Okay. Keeping them fresh. One night, I was a little out of it. Okay. You was a little out of it, Jolene. Jolene. Get to the scam. You done tripped and fell. You a little out of it. Out of I it. Awoke, I awoke in a haze. <laughs> And With I was, just money around me. <laughs> I was five years into a bank robbery scheme. Right. Safes just open everywhere. <laughs> y'all know how y'all be. Y'all have amnesia, robbery amnesia. So one night I was a little out of it and did not put my flowers down on the conveyor belt. Okay, but rather held them in my arms as I paid. I got to the car and realized that I had not paid for the flowers. Hmm. Score. <laughs> now, th- this better get way more interesting very soon. I don't, I don't know. Because if it turns out that she's stealing a bundle of flowers every week, I'm like unimpressed. <laughs> okay. See, Kayla, I'm not judging you, Jolene. I-, I like this so far. So it says, I noticed that <laughs> I love the flowers even a little more when they were free. That's oh, bitch. <laughs> things do be hitting different yeah, when they're free, okay? Is. In her defense, it's different. It, it is different. It is different. You ever have some free food? Blessing. Right. It just tastes different than food you pay for. One it. topping pizza from a pizza from an office pizza party mm-hmm. hits so different. You ain't wrong. Cheese pizza. And I'm not even cheese, bitch. I'm a pepperoni, pineapple, jalapeno. I don't care. Y'all can fight me out there in the streets. Uh, All together, you doing yes. those? Oh. It's a culinary delight, okay? The citrus from the pineapple, the savoriness from the pepperoni, the spice from the jalapeno. I'm actually surprised. I would 
would eat that slice. I would it's try busting. that. Thin crust, yes, I love it. But so I, I understand when it's free, it's for me, and it hits it hits a little harder and a little better. <laughs> she said they smell sweeter, bloom more beautifully. I began to do a sociology experiment. The branding on this theft. This, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, bitch. I hope you work in marketing because you have a gift. Right. I've never seen a scam rebranded so many times. She said I fell into this love right. for the flowers. I tripped and fell into theft, and then um, <laughs> it was a sociology experiment as well. Right, because I'm a scientist. I'm a social yeah, scientist. I'm a scientist. So I had to check it out and see, just for like human nature and like humans yeah. good. Some scientists research COVID vaccines. I research how theft of flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I research what would happen if I saved $10 every time I went to the store. <laughs> it's going great, okay? <laughs> so, she, uh, Jolene did said, which sounds better than stealing in parentheses, which, yes, it's cute. Yeah. You was doing an experiment. Okay, scientist Jolene. So, scientist Jolene says, here are my findings. Okay, right. we got findings. The later <laughs> you go to the store, the less the employees care and pay attention. Amen. I love a quiet quip. Also, women would always spot the flowers and charge me, whereas men would not. The powers of middle age and visibility in my favor. Oh, oh Jolene, don't say that you were stealing the flowers because you wasn't a baddie. I don't think it's that. I think that men cashiers, in my experience, I'm not saying it's all y'all. If you out there ringing up shit and doing great, but like, I won't lie, I do discriminate a little bit when I go to the grocery store. Like, if I see a woman, I'm going to, even if the woman's line is longer, I'm going to her line before I go to the man's checkout line. And almost always, I get out faster. Yeah. Because, like, women in the grocery store be like, boop, 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 paper and flowers. It's like yeah. they're, they're throwing the shit down the thing. Right, it's give me like... your ID. Boop, boop, paper, plastic. Hurry up, bitch. Like, they're about that action where the men be like, hey, what's up? It's Tuesday. How much them apples cost? Did they tell you over there? Let me mosey on back and check. Like, it's just like a very lackadaisical energy. Also, she really is a, she's a, she's a genius writer because she's framed this whole thing so beautifully. And then just when I think I'm not on her side anymore, she says, and by the way, I'm completely undesirable. <laughs> I'm <laughs> that's like, what okay. got you, man. I'm like, okay, well, that's sad as hell. I would steal too if nobody's looking at me at the grocery store. I feel like she's probably not undesirable. You know how people just be talking about themselves. You know, like an older woman did say this to me once when I think I got catcalled and we were out together. They were like, well, one day, you know, they're going to stop yelling. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) you'll miss, you're going to miss this. Yeah, it's creepy and uncomfortable (laughs) right now. But when they stop completely, you'll be like, wait a minute. Why did nobody call me a sexy bitch and ask me to lift up my skirt? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't get, I don't ever get scared by like being in a city. I always get scared when I'm out in the middle of the country at night. It's the quiet that scares me. That's what they're talking about. They're like, when it gets quiet, that's when you know it's over. Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right about that. I do like the noise. So uh, Jolene noticed that the men were not checking for the flowers. If I could, I would always pick the line with the male employee. I got bold holding sometimes two dozens of bright orange or yellow roses. Nothing. Orange, in all caps. orange roses. I know. That's, Oof. I still better. Is that in nature? No. And they cooked them up. It's giving uh, Nickelodeon. They cooked it. <laughs> they cooked those in the lab. That's but not. Hey, we got a new flavor of flour. It's called Orange Burst. It's a rose. These are Fanta oranges. What Actually, the hell? There are some orange roses that be busting. Because I my friend actually has some orange roses right now on her dining room table. And they're like light orange. And then the tops of them are like this kind of burgundy red. And, and they're so, beautiful. Yeah. It's like the it's like the flower got highlights. Like the flower got a BBL. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doctor Miami was like, "We do flowers too. We do flowers now. Yeah, we've gotten into botany. You want some some flowers with some fat asses? <laughs> we got them for you. Okay, just get here before the hurricane or uh-huh. or during. Just as long as we can open the door, <laughs> we'll get you in. Oh my God. Okay, so she's still on. So two, she's still in two dozens, dozens, dozens and dozens. Okay, flowers is busting. It got so ridiculous that I had fresh flowers every week, like you said, Caleb. I eventually, after a few years, let's be real, told the trusted friend about my scam, and they gently pointed out that I was stealing. Morality, buzz, kill. I know that's why. Get rid of your friend. Get rid of her, okay? That's if y'all was on the way to brunch, you got to stop the car on I-95 and be like, get out. Like, Definitely get rid of the friend, but also, what do you mean pointed out? You weren't aware? <laughs> you, were, you were like, oh, I have this great deal at the, at the store where Girl. I pick the weak-looking cashiers and walk out without paying. It's like, yeah, babe. Yeah, that's You're true. thieving. But I love that for you. The flowers is going to die anyway. Like, somebody might as well give them a good home. You were just rehoming the flowers, adopting them. You know what makes a big difference in this story as well? Yeah. And I don't know if we know or not. Is it a corporate grocery store or a small time grocery store? It's got to be corporate because it's twenty four hours. So Ain't see, no mom and em. pop grocery store. Fuck them. They open twenty four hours. That means they working. They employees. Whore. Rob them blind. Yeah. Rob them blind. Steal everything. Yes. Okay. You're making stocking less easy or easier for them. Like yeah. Just- yeah. Theft. Get it out of there. I'm on board. I'm fully on board. I have since changed my ways and now have artificial roses on my table to curb my bad habit. I can't promise that I will never test my theory again, but God bless unobservant men. If they won't buy me flowers, please allow me to gift myself. Jolene. She's a queen. She's a queen. She's a queen. There's no way around it. An icon. The moment. And, And I love that you had to like take yourself to flower theft rehab and get some fake flowers so that you could stop your itch. Yeah, and I'm just going to say, artificial flowers cannot be the answer here. Let's just buy some normal flowers, leave the ugly artificial ones off the table, just buy the flowers. I think or you're okay. Or just stealing from the grocery store. It's not like you weren't purchasing things. You was ringing something up in the cashier line. You weren't just walking out with the flowers. I feel like this is a net positive. Grocery stores are marking shit up anyway. They also account for They account for it. They, every, every big yeah. retail chain accounts for a certain amount of stuff being stolen every year. We need to steal from them. Yeah, it's called shrink. Okay, and that's at least that's the retail official term. It's called shrink. So they account for people thieving, and you know we don't want to fuck up the budget, y'all. We want them to exactly. hit their quarterlies. So yes. y'all gotta like... we gotta th- we have to steal from these places. It's actually moral. Yeah, we. It's not even because we want to. It's like people could lose their jobs. Yeah. What if what if the store doesn't need a security guard anymore because there's no thefts? Yeah. That's a layoff. Yeah. I'm we're, just trying to keep people employed. We're job creators. Yeah. When we steal. Scientists, job creators. Yeah. You know. Feminists. There was a, a th- feminists. threat of feminists. In there. there was a threat of feminism in there a as big well. One, yeah. This is iconic. Write the book, Jolene. Write the book. Okay? Write the book. Why not? You're talking about, you know, men and, and, and how they ignore women and, and their needs. You know, it's powerful stuff in here. She said, if men won't buy me flowers, I have the right to steal them. That's a book. Yeah. That's a book. I will buy that book. That sounds empowering. Yes. You know, for, for women in, in whatever stage in their life, men as well, anybody, non-binary icons, we could all get into this book. Non-binary people are stealing. Yeah, they I are. know. I know most of them, and I'll tell you, they're, st- <laughs> <laughs> they're stealing. It's usually hair color. <laughs> yeah, they're stealing hair color, and then they're doing the cut themselves, and it shows. I'm telling you, these people are stealing, and I love it. Those are my friends. <laughs> you had a tweet about a non-binary party not too long ago. I said, I said, this event is non-binary people only, and don't try to sneak in. We will be checking haircuts at the door. At the door. Okay. I the- know. I know a non-binary people. I, when I see a they them, I'm like that haircut is they them. I see right. it. Right, and we will know. It, okay? Oh, yeah, I know. I love that for us. So, guys, we're gonna take a quick break for some non scam <laughs> advertisements. We'll be right back with historic hoodwinks. Robbery! Back in the 90s. 
Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly... Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, (laughs) the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess and we are back and it's time for historic hoodwinks this is where i will regale caleb with a famous con caper group of criminals we'll see if we like him we'll see if we hate him get his opinions all throughout today we're talking about norman baker uh norman baker was a vaudevillian business owner and radio show host who claimed to have a cure for cancer the charlatan of the Ozarks, that's in quotes, that's what they were calling him. Ozarks, watch out, Jason Bateman. You could never, that was already the charlatan of the Ozarks. Wait, did y'all pick this for me special? <laughs> I'm from, I went to college in the Ozarks. Did you know that? I did, I did know that. No, I didn't know that. But look at that. Hey, look at we're going to say I did. Look at this. <laughs> look at me, Come a journalist. On. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is perfect. So yeah. the charlatan of the Ozarks created a career with a personality that capitalized off people's fear and shock. <laughs> Sounds like the Republican party. Right, literally. Would be president right now. Right, could be. So Norman's early life. Norman Baker was born on November 27th in 1882. <laughs> so probably not the Ozarks that you knew in college. Oh, it's the same one. It's the same one. <laughs> Things don't change updated. down there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what do you mean? No, it's the exact same Ozarks. It's the exact same thing. Uh, he was born in Muscatine, Iowa. Okay. Mm-hmm. He was the youngest of 10 children. 10? Oh, your parents was fucking. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ten children. They used to do it like that back then. Couldn't. Not ten. Not ten. I'm thinking three. Yeah. And then after that, I'm be like, so where, so where you going after this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to have a baby and be like, okay, the nearest fire station. <laughs> 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 okay, because ten, 
ten is too many. That's too many kids. But now I guess you have a small army of employees though, because you know in the eighteen hundreds they was definitely putting them babies in the coal mine or wherever. Yeah, they were definitely <laughs> down there uh, coughing up soot, getting yeah. stuff done. <laughs> Milking the cows. I saw a viral tweet. I wish I knew who it was by, but it was like, you know, all the kids were banned from doing the coal mines in like 1920, and now they're all playing Roblox. And it was like, the children yearn for the mines. (laughs) (laughs) They want to go back to the mines. (laughs) Okay, so Norman left school at the age of 16 and began working as a machinist. I don't know what that is. He traveled from town to town working as a dye and tool maker. Okay, this is him. He looked like he had coin because... Yeah, he looks nice and he looks nice and rich. Look at this photo. This is giving like he probably had to pose for that and then the homie was like underneath the sheet. Oh yeah, they're behind the, the blanket with the yeah. big ass like Mm-hmm. But he, he posing though. He was like, I hate I had to do it to him. Yeah. <laughs> you know I had to do it to it's him. Not, it's not personal, it's just business, y'all. I'm sorry, I look so good. It's me, Norman. He got spectacles on his eyes. They had they had eyeglasses back. He then? looks like a combination of Walt Disney and Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Is what, <laughs> is what he looks like. And I love this for him. What a look. Okay. Yeah. One day, Norman's life changed forever when he witnessed a mental suggestion performance by Professor Flint. Note, this was similar to the mentalist show where people pretend to be mind readers and communicate with spirits and hypnotize people, etc. Okay. So he ran into Chris Angel of the 1800s and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm, I'm still not. Right. So inspired, Norman produced his own traveling show starring a medium named Madame Pearl Tangley. Okay. When the original Madame Pearl actress quit, so he had employed a woman to be the bad bitch. So we're looking at a um, flyer right now. It's given old. Um, it says Madame Pearl. I guess Madame was MME. They had a, so. a short for it. Yeah. And it says complete instructions in mentalism with a revised list of dreams. And then it's got another photo of her just being a bad bitch. The price is 25 cents for you to learn mentalism. I would not be going to this. I would. It's the 1800s, bitch. What else are we doing? What, probably uh, dying at 32 typhoid? of like cholera. I don't, right. know what, we what, I don't know. I don't know what happened back then. Shit. In between the typhoid, I'm going to get in here and see what the mentalist is talking about. This is entertainment. <laughs> it, have I, you ever done a, like, have you ever had a hypnotist, like, try to do hypno, hypnotizing on you? No, but I, you know what I did two nights ago in LA. I went to a <laughs> I went to a charity event. I, I'm very charitable, <laughs> <laughs> fellas. Hit me up. I'm very I'm charitable. very philanthropic, fellas. Okay. <laughs> um, and they had a magician there, and he 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 memorized every zip code in the United States. Okay. He started asking people, "Tell me your zip code," and then he, someone would say like, "Oh, nine zero zero two eight or whatever," and he'd be like. Washington Heights, Maryland, and he knew every single one. Is that magic? I was like, that's not magic. This is I'm, this is autism. I'm, sorry. I'm like, that's like a, the ability to memorize like that is absolutely not magic. It's a beautiful mind. For it's sure. a beautiful mind that I'm jealous of. Right. But like, it's not ma- magical. And like, how you how do you what's the pun? You know, punchlines uh, for magic are like the flowers, or is this your card? Or they pulled a coin out your ear. When you guess where they're from, you like throw some glitter in the air or something. Like you're from uh, Provost, Utah. Da-da! Yeah. Like, what's the magic part of it? It wasn't magic at all. And people were freaking out for it. And I was like, he's just, he he memorized the list. He was like, what's your area code? 214 
Dal- DFW Metroplex. <laughs> there was music, and it was. I will say it was a good time. Listen, then despite the, myself, then he did his job. I once went to um, in colleges. They like to have, um, you know, events for like the freshmen and mm. for you know just like student morale events because you were part of a scam going to college. You paying thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for a degree that probably you're not gonna get your money back on. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got to keep it spicy. They're like, yeah, you paying thousands, but look, we got a magician at popcorn tonight. So okay, come on over. You, yeah, you gonna be a crippling debt for the rest of your life, but get into this popcorn, bitch. We got butter too. Yeah. And um, I remember we had a magician, and I went on stage, and if you didn't pretend that you were getting hypnotized, he would kick you off stage. That's <laughs> how they kept people on and with the scam. So I was up there like, ooh, where I know am you're not I? gonna lose stage time. <laughs> no. Exactly. I know. I know. Lacey will do whatever it takes to stay on that stage. <laughs> whatever it takes. They're like, you're a cat. I was like, meow. <laughs> I was like, friskies, friskies. <laughs> Start looking at my hand, bitch. I want this stage time. Literally, no payment, nothing else. Just, just I'll do whatever it takes to be up here to be seen. I got so mad when I was in college. They had a what you're talking about, where they were like, it's this scam where I'm paying you thousands and thousands of dollars. They had a Coke machine in the student union where if you gave it a hug, it gave you a free Coke. I was like, that's it. I've had enough. Give me my money back. What? You and give, I still gotta work for the Coke. I gotta, I gotta give my my hug. I had to exchange. hug the machine. It was crazy. <laughs> it was truly crazy. And if you didn't hug it tight enough, it wouldn't give you the Coke. <laughs> I was like, this is fucking crazy. Give me my you money. You also had to do it right. Yeah, you had to like give it love. It was like really new. <laughs> that feels, I don't want to have to like do foreplay with a machine to get a Coca-Cola. It was really scary. Yeah, this is, the capitalism's gone too far. Not I've had sex that's worse than Coca-Cola though, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> and I added in a Mexican Coke, definitely has sex worse what than a Coca-Cola. Is what is it about those bottles of Coke that, that is just so, cane. it's heroin. And they like, it stays like harder longer. Um, <laughs> that Mexican Coke be on that extends because you put that motherfucker in the fridge the next day you still be like <laughs> when I pop the cap flat. on one of those things I'm like I'm dancing in my chair like fucking Pooh Bear oh right you see the I'm little, excited sh- it's jizzing up the little air bubbles out the little <laughs> tickling your nose that's an experience okay we gotta cut Lacey's mic y'all somebody do something she said the, the Coke is jizzing I'm like woo yeah <laughs> Uh, that's the only thing I want on my face. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the original um, madam who was helping um, Norman out with the scam, she quit. She said, I have enough of this. I'm out. She was replaced by a woman named Teresa Pender, who a year later became Norman's wife. Uh-oh. Uh, I love Messy. How he was like, I got a job for you, bad bitch. <laughs> also, would you like to be my wife in a time where women have nothing and can own zero things? And you get to work for me? This sounds like a you horrible deal for her. You to be my maid with sex. <laughs> So Norman continued to run his show successfully for several years before he invented the Tangly Air Calipi. And we have a video. A portable organ run by air pressure that could be heard for a quarter of a mile. So this is like the original like uh, bass speakers. He was like... Mm-hmm. He had these on the front yard for the cookout. Right. You know, the girls were coming. They were like, where that sound coming from? They having a, <laughs> they having a function. Look at this thing. That sounds terrifying. Yeah. Not quality at all. Oh, goodness. I'll turn it off. Sorry to him. It's giving Pennywise. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's like, that's definitely what happens right before the mur- the clown at the circus murders you. Like, that sound is... That's what you hear when you see your sailboat has gone down the drain and you're about to go look for it. Right. But the, but in the 1800s, I guess they was throwing ass to this. Like, this was a bop. <laughs> they, were <in> the, <laughs> <laughs> they were in the club. They were in the club. 
club. They were okay. backing it up. To- Back to Get some twerks off on that. You could definitely, it could be a moment. <laughs> so in 1915, he quit touring and returned to Muscatine to manufacture his invention full time. That same year, he divorced Teresa. Damn. Damn. It's so like what, that. It's like that, though. Teresa was your bottom bitch. She was holding you down, being a fake medium. And then you just going to get rid of her as soon as your, uh, <laughs> your fucking twerk piano pops. <laughs> Once the piano pops, it's over. Damn. So People yeah. are expendable. You got to remember this. Damn. In addition to his incredibly successful manufacturing business, Norman ran a correspondence art school and created pamphlets for aspiring illusionists and mediums. So he was like, I got the school of scams. This man was empty inside. <laughs> he has too many businesses to be well. I know this man was not this man was not healthy. Right. He leaving his wife all willy-nilly. Yeah, things were things were wild. So in 1925, <laughs> Norman had another change of career when he convinced the Muscatin Chamber of Commerce to build a radio station for his radio show, KTNT. Know the Naked Truth. Oh. Uh. So now he was like, let me get into propaganda radio. Yeah, this man has a, 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 an insatiable hunger for, for uh, business. Right, it's giving chaotic evil. It's absolutely <laughs> chaos. And like I said, he looks like, and y'all got to look his picture up, he looks like Colonel Sanders mixed with Walt Disney. That's an evil look. That's an evil look. Yeah, that look says, I love money. It's giving Mr. Krabs. He looks <laughs> <laughs> he looks money, like money, 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 money. You remember in Get Out when they showed the video of the grandpa who invented the procedure? Yes. That's what this man is giving me. Oh, he does look like he would invent a procedure like that. He's giving very, a very malevolent white guy energy. <laughs> Get him out of here. So, <laughs> right. Norman promised to use his show to popularize Muscatine across the world, positioning himself as a hero for Muscatine small business owners as well as its rural community of farmers and laborers. So he was like, I'm going to put Muscatine on a map, okay? We about to be the new New York City, okay, bitch? Like, yeah. <laughs> Muscatine, okay? The bitches will live. So they're going to make a song. And Muscatine. Muscatine. Uh, they ain't got no concrete jungle. What it was just dirt paved roads. What dreams are made of. <laughs> <laughs> Truly nothing you can't do. Also, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. Except <laughs> okay. for start a bunch of businesses. Right. So though it was only licensed at 500 watts, which affects how far the radio signal could be sent, the station was often at 10,000 watts, making it a national radio station. So you might turn on the AMFM and and get Norman in your ear, that new flavor. So Norman's show offered a platform for his homespun, uneducated, and spontaneous commentary about many subjects, including TB testing, President Hoover, health matters, and the farmer's plight. I know he was anti-vax. Oh, for sure. I know he was anti-vax. Right. It's giving, like, if you get the vaccine, uh, <laughs> your balls swell up, and then your wife or your fiancé <laughs> leaves you at the altar. <laughs> this also, the the parallels to Donald Trump are truly insane, right? Like, he's like this, like, shifty, rich businessman who has, right. like, multiple wives, and he's making a, a new venture off of telling farmers their plight. It's like, this is... And he ain't ever worked on nobody's farm. No, this no, is one-to-one. No one. O's, okay? This is crazy. He also used to sell his products, and Norman became very wealthy. Duh. We saw his photo. We knew he became wealthy. It was giving wealth. Though initially he sh- the show attracted many listeners, Norman began to alienate people after increasing often anti-Semitic and anti-Catholic character assassinations against individuals and organizations that he disagreed with. So people were like, oh, this is kind of a bop. He's right. Like, farming is hard. You know, like... I wonder what he thinks about Jewish people. <laughs> <laughs> and then they found out, and they were like, you know Ooh. what? Ooh. 
It's not looking good. It's not looking good. It's not looking good. We're going to have to turn that off. No. That's how it always goes. Right. You enjoy something. And then that's how I feel like it always goes for like viral white people at times. Like, like I remember the Texas bee lady. I was like, oh, I'm into these bees. And then and then there's always a little part of my brain that's like, they're probably racist. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, I see a cute little white boy and he's like giving out uh, lollipops for people in need. And I'm like, they're probably racist. Like, <laughs> every, every time. It's like, and it's, it's also like somebody who has like kind of a funny perspective. They get famous on the Internet or something now. And then within three weeks, they're like, here's why there's only two genders and you're right. like alright well that's that we had fun while it lasted man that's how I feel about J.K. Rowling because bro Bitch. when I found out she became like a, not a billionaire anymore because she was you know giving away money and being philanthropic and she talked about how she was on the British like welfare system or like social programs and how helpful they were to her and how she yeah. loves paying taxes I was like an icon a bad bitch she did all this shit and then for some reason she just came out one day and was like trans people aren't people and I was like where is this coming from J.K. what's going also for a bitch who was like homeless and wrote Harry Potter on the back of like a McDonald's sack for her to be like the biggest problem is trans people I'm like you have lost it right also bitch didn't you come out and tell us Dumbledore was gay like which is it sis well what? she did have also the Jewish banker character in Harry Potter you oh, remember those yeah those were really that was some Walt Disney like we fucked up we should have had known then we probably should have had known it. but also it's so weird to me to be a make believe ass bitch and then come out and say that very real people don't have identities it's like but you made a whole world where it was muggles and, and people riding on brooms and, and, and doing all this wild shit and niggas got to talk a hat but you don't believe that trans people exist you got the kind of fucked up mind that can dream up dobby the house elf <laughs> but you can't imagine somebody was born as a woman in a man's butt it's like what's going on what's going on sis your imagination is confusing us because <laughs> in some ways it's unlimited and in other ways extremely limited to tangible very real things also here's what else i'm going to say even if that's how you feel uh, Shh. Do <laughs> Bro, Keep you the didn't money. have to tell us. Be you quiet. didn't have to tell nobody about this. That's for you invite people over for dinner, you have them sign an NDA, you tell them at dinner at your house. Yeah, at your salon. Then you have your, your conversations <laughs> about, you know, invalidating people's human rights. But you don't have to get on the internet and talk about that. Since nobody asked you, nobody was like, trans rights, what does JK Rowling think? Don't do Let's it. Let's get her on the mic. Nobody asked you for this. If I make if I make a billion dollars, you will never hear never. from me again. Never. Never, ever, ever, ever will I sound off on the issues. No, no photos. You ain't gonna see me taking the private jet two minutes away I'm not dressing for up ice as, cream. I'm not dressing <laughs> up as anything for Halloween. Nope. I'm not doing any... I'm not, gonna, I'm not even gonna tell y'all a song that I like. Right. I'm off the grid. I'm at my place. You ain't getting no opinions from me, honey. No, at I'm hanging all out. Whatsoever. I would be taking that private jet for ice cream, though. Right. And then we'll be on it together. We ain't gotta tell nobody. I'm not telling anybody. Okay? I will say, when they started dragging Taylor for using the private jet, I was like, y'all don't even want to see what I would do with a private jet. Right. And, I take and my car to 7-Eleven and it's a block away. Okay? <laughs> Don't hit that. <laughs> Kayla pulled up to the comedy show in a private jet. We were like, where do we park this? I'm pulling up to the yard theater in a PJ. You better believe it. I'm parking it on the roof. He parked it on the roof. No, he's parked. No, he's on Santa Monica. No, it's a whole jet. I'm at Largo in a helicopter. Right. Believe it. <laughs> he, he, said, he said, they said after 7, you could park on the street. So that's where he put the jet. That's where he put it. What you mean? So among those was the American. Okay, so he's doing all this fuckery and stuff, Norman. And among the, one of the places that he disagreed with was the American Medical Association. So whatever the medical, uh, medical Association was doing, Norman was not fucking with it. Vaccines. Yes. I know it. So Norman has a cure for cancer. In 1930, Norman claimed that he had obtained a cure for cancer from Dr. Ozias, or Ozias. Uh, he paid 
for five volunteers with cancer to subject themselves to the treatment at the at his expense and published the findings of the study in his tabloid companion to the KTNT radio station. Unfortunately, um, and look at this. So this is the TNT flyer. He has some good flyers for yeah, the time. His like, graphic designer is doing what needs to be done. Yeah, I will say that. It's giving like Photoshop. It's giving InDesign. Like what kind of who what kind of printing press are you fucking with? Because this is the future. I would almost get this tattooed on me. This is cute. Right. So it says TNT, the flyer. We'll post it on the Instagram. It says the naked truth. Um, this is an in Baker publication. In all caps or in larger font, it says cancer is curable. Cures positively being made while medical trust refuses recognition because it affords them no financial gain. This is a reprint from December, January, February, March, April issues of TNT magazine. Uh, if you want to read TNT magazine, it's just $2 yearly. It's the voice of the public, a.k.a. Norman, who's calling himself <laughs> the public. <laughs> also, How are you going to be one voice talking about you, the voice of the public? I feel right. like you've got to be more than one voice. Got to at least be a cohort, a collective. Right. You got to have some writers, an editor. You can't be the public and it's just you. Also, don't you miss when crazy people talked like the Constitution? Right. Now crazy people sound so stupid, but back then crazy people talked like that. He said it affords them no gain. And he got some bars here because he's not wrong about like medical, the medical industry making a lot of money off not curing things and giving you a pill that gives you side effects that you have to take another pill for. And even when they kill people with these pills, like the cost of paying off some families who have died because of this medication is way cheaper than taking the medication off the market. So, and that's just a fact of today. Norman called Big Pharma big time. He did. And he's right. But but here's how he was wrong. His five volunteers, uh, they all died. Well, so he was small pharma. Yeah. As it turns out. And that's not... And this is unfortunate because like, I'm sure, especially during these times where like, we have a lot more research, we have a lot more, you know, um, technology now, but obviously there's still incurable types of cancer. Cancer is still a very fatal, you know, disease. But so these people are putting their life in this man's hands, you know, thinking that he might have a cure to something that at the time and still is not really curable. I feel bad for these people because who knows if they might have lived longer if they hadn't done his experimental treatments. I would have gotten scammed all the time in the 1900s. Right. I would have definitely let a man with a fancy flyer kill me. Like, I... I wouldn't have known any better. I needed to. I needed to see a bunch of people get scammed on the internet for me to learn. Okay. Without that, I would have been. And this killed. is from the unflappable. You said you're not getting scared, but you think in the back 1930s? in the day? Yeah. Oh yeah. Back in the day, okay. uh, a guy on the street could have been like, "Take this medicine," and I would have done it and died. Right. Mm-mm, bitch. Immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Immediately on the street right after the sip. Oh, I know no. for sure. I take. I take. I take one sip out of a little vial. <laughs> I kill over and die for right. sure. But you're like, it was worth it. Like on the way out, like, <laughs> tell my story. <laughs> <laughs> so the Cures formula turned out to be a concoction of alcohol, glycerin, carbolic acid mixed with a tea brewed from watermelon seeds, brown corn silk, and clover leaves. So just anything. Yeah, he just said whatever's in the pantry. Right. This is gonna do it. Still, Norman marched onward, and despite lacking any training or authority whatsoever, that same year he opened the Baker Institute at Must for the treatment of cancer sufferers. He killed five. Now, see, I would not have been the sixth person. I'll tell no. you that. I would not have been the sixth patient to die under Norman's care. And also, talk about failing up. Like, he did an experiment. Everybody died. And he was like, let's open an institution. Right. And everybody was like, yes, why not? What? And even the, we're even we, even in the little write-up, it says he marched on. <laughs> he didn't let this hold him back. He's marching I like, on. I feel like this should have held him back. Yeah. Like... Yeah. Take it to heart. <laughs> yes. So, though locals quickly caught on, Norman's national radio show continued to bring cancer 
transfer patients from all over the country to his hospital. Mind you, he has no medical training, just vibes. Yeah, just vibes and a radio station. <laughs> right. He would later employ Harry Hoxie, one of the nation's leading proponents of unapproved cancer treatment. So he was like, who else is crazy as hell? <laughs> uh, let's get them into the business. So this is Harry. Harry is giving unwell. He's also giving rich. Harry looks like a a cartoon dog who plays a sheriff on a on a cartoon show. He, he looks... really does. And look at all that pomade in his hair. He was like, "Y'all go listen to me about health cuz I got pomade." <laughs> yeah. Also, to be the leading expert in unapproved cancer treatments is like I'm not that trying to hang out with anybody, that guy. That anybody, though, right? If it's unapproved, I could be the leading expert in some shit that nobody is telling me I'm the leader in. And we might be. Right. I think we are. If it's unapproved. Me and Lacey have the cure for cancer. <laughs> it's unapproved. It's unapproved. And we are leaders in the field. And it's a lot of vibes. Right. Like, what? So the Baker Institute became financially very successful and earned over $444,000, around $8 million in today's money in 1930 alone. So he's just grifting people who have a disease and obviously not a lot of access to, you know, medical care. They heard him on the radio and were like, let's go to the radio guy. Yeah. Which I don't blame them for at all. This is just fucked that you're like continuing. Like, what are your success rates? Because it's not given success. So you're just taking people's money. However, after continuing to attack the AMA, the association pressured the Federal Radio Commission to shut him down. In response, Norman claimed that the AMA offered him money to remove his treatment so that they could continue promoting surgical inter- in- inventions and sued them for libel and defamation. So how are you suing them for libel and defamation when you are the one who's doing unapproved treatments that have no success rate? That's the move, though. When you got nothing else, you got to go for libel and defamation. And deflect. That's how you do it. Put them on the defensive. <laughs> this man is ahead of his time for evil business geniuses. <laughs> yeah. He also claimed that AMA had sent three assassins to his KTNT radio station to silence him forever with murder. (laughs) With death. (laughs) In the gunfight, his friend Harry allegedly shot one of the men before all three ran away. So he said they had a gunfight. It might have been the families of one of those five people you killed, bitch. Right. Like, it's giving, like, you probably have enemies, bro. Right. You've made some enemies for sure. <laughs> yeah. You just assume it's the AMA. I don't know. I feel like you It's made... way more likely that it's someone who lives around you and has heard about your experiments. Right. And is trying to stop you from ruining the world. The ensuing police investigation was dropped due to lack of evidence. Yeah, it sounds like you made up a lie. <laughs> So, in the last bid to save his dying business in the middle of fighting off claims that he was a fraud, Norman held an outdoor demonstration of his cancer cure to silence any doubts. So, how do you have an outdoor... Out, cancer is not, like, something that you can see being cured immediately. Like, right. what, is, what is this outdoor event? Right. You just got a podium? And now, that just, I would go to, though. Yeah, we got to see what you're doing. If they were like, we're come down to the function, we're curing cancer on the spot. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I got to go see what's up. Right. I got to check it out. <laughs> I got to go. I may not volunteer, but I may at least be standing, I'm you know, four feet away. I'm taking a half day off work. I'm going to go check it out. We got to know. This is research. So... <laughs> Oh, Lord. He lined up a number of his patients to testify on how Norman's treatment had cured them and drank a large quantity of the formula to prove that it was safe. He then performed live surgery on a man named Mandis Johnson who had a brain tumor. Live surgery? And the man is not a doctor. Not a doctor. We can't lose that part. He performed live surgery as a non-doctor. That, and also on the brain, which is notoriously one of the harder things to do surgery on as it's 
Comp- it's a brain. And he just did this in the park? Yeah. That's crazy. It's on a Tuesday afternoon. It cannot be sterile out there. No, it's flies and shit. They're like, oh, we got a fly on the brain. Y'all, hold on. Anybody <laughs> got a fly swatter? We got three flies on the brain. We got to get these off. No, actually, the flies help with the function, with the brain function. It's, 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 it's cool. It's part of the treatment. It's a part of the treatment. Don't worry. Y'all ain't ever had no flies on your brain? See, that's why you're down bad, okay? <laughs> that's your fault. Y'all ain't ever thought about that. No, this is absolutely un hinged um so he performed a live surgery and i was thinking like live surgery that sounds so wild but now like dr miami like they be doing surgeries on instagram live it's like you want half off of your surgery let us get on live while we are operating on yeah. you which is very weird and scary but doctors are getting on live i don't want a doctor on live when i'm in the or please don't please don't put your <laughs> i don't want an internet famous doctor right i don't want a goofy tiktok about how you had someone die when they were under right. i'm laying over here like boop and you like <laughs> you're, you you're like looking to see who's joining the live. Yeah, you're shouting out. You're shouting right. out the homies. <laughs> What's up, surgery gal? Eighty four. You never miss one of these. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the thank you for the tip. Yes. Thank you for the tip. Yeah, y'all. And like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> oh shit. Hold on. One second, y'all. One second. No, we got him back. We got him back. Uh-huh. Y'all know sometimes it gets a little crazy in the, in the surgery room. <laughs> the surgeons start doing verses. Right. <laughs> Like they're getting on live with other surgeons. Oh, no, this is a bad time we live in. And the worst times were the times we're talking about now. So while still conscious, Norman had his skull open, dumped the solution onto his brain and proclaimed that his cancer was cured. So he didn't. OK. The man couldn't have just drank the solution. You needed to splash it on his brain like in, in some goddamn the, cologne. In front of the audience. I'm like, who? I, how did this? Did the man live? Don't hit my brain with no body splash you made at home. Right. No. <laughs> this man is wild. I cannot believe this shit. Where were the police? How did he open up? The, yeah, where were the police? He's in the park opening up somebody's brain, throwing shit on it. <laughs> and nobody thought that this, nobody intervened. Everybody's like, that's just Norman. Yeah, that's just Norman. You know he gonna open up a brain on a tool. Day. Okay, at the park. <laughs> what y'all talking about? So the Federal Radio Commission finally took away his radio license in 1931. It took y'all long enough. In 1932, Norman lost his case against the AMA, and an arrest warrant was issued against him for practicing medicine without a license. I just feel like y'all should have arrested him in the park. Like, I don't understand why he got to leave this surgery event, and nobody... Yeah. The man put out flyers. Y'all knew he was about to. He was like, hey, y'all, come out Tuesday afternoon. We're doing illegal stuff. I can't believe he cracked skulls in the park bef- and he lost the radio license before he lost the medical Yeah, case. it feels like the radio should have been, definitely needs to be taken away, but I feel like the medical thing, like the arrest should have been first. Order of operations. Yeah, y'all did this a little backwards. They were like, well, he is getting great ad times and, you know, the radio station is doing well. Yeah. No. <laughs> so beyond Muscatine, Norman fled Muscatine from Mexico where he ran into Dr. John Brinkley. Dr. Brinkley made his name transplanting goat testicles into male patients to restore virality. So before they had the sex, honey, uh, that people are now putting on wings, please stop this. Have you seen the sex, honey? No. What is this? Now when I go to gas stations, I've been seeing the sex, honey. It's a honey that I guess they put in horniness into, and you you squeeze the honey in your mouth, and it'll make it horny all night. <laughs> I'm so and then tired. I saw a TikTok where somebody was putting the sex honey on wings. I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. If y'all can't fuck, just don't fuck. <laughs> just don't fuck. 
This is crazy. This is getting out of control. It's out of hand, bro. Like, now I can't even trust if I'm going to Wingstop. And, 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 and my coochie going to be hard all night? <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't let him have a Mexican Coke. Oh, God. It's over for me. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No. Horny honey. I'm sick. So, you know, they, they, I don't even know how I got on horny honey. Oh, because of the goat testicles. So he was like, so men were not getting horny like they wanted to. And he was like, all right, let's give you some goat balls. And then that's going to really get the bitches to And going. what the fuck do goats have going on that we need? They got, are they notoriously horny or something? I don't know. And, and, and are you putting an extra ball in the sack you already got? Or are you taking your ball out and then putting a goat ball in? And then, and then what happens when you, so are you coming goat sperms? Oh, uh, oh no. I don't like any. I don't like any of that. You got to disclose if you got goat balls. Don't just be gentle. Tell me, yeah, tell me. <laughs> tell me up front if you got goat balls. If you're part man, part goat, you need to tell me before we get in bed. <laughs> yes. I need to know. So he so he was doing this to male patients and had already opened a radio station, XER, at Villa Aquina, opposite of Del Rio, Texas. So he's already opened up another radio station. And he met the the goat ball man. So Dr. Brinkley, the goat ball doctor, was a fraudster in his own right and would later be sued by the U.S. government for mail fraud and malpractice as he had brought his medical degree from a diploma mill. So at least he went and purchased a, a little paper. Yeah, he's doing the feast phase. He's at least attempting like a fake information campaign about right. I'm a doctor. He was like, look at that sign up there. I am a doctor from uh, medical school of medicine. Now right. get them balls out. Dot med. <laughs> yeah, we keep the goats fresh. <laughs> We, we, want, we want to keep their balls as virile as possible. He's got a goat pen in his office. Literally. He's like, which one you want? We let you pick it like a lobster tank. <laughs> <laughs> which goat looks horniest? Which one do you want to share a ball with? No, this is terrible. So Norman continued to market his cancer cures before returning to Muscatine in 1936, where he served one day in jail for the charges against him. Mind you, five people died after being under his care, and he also cut open a man's skull in the park. And they said, one day of jail. You learned your lesson, you rapscallion. How the hell did he pull that off? How was he supposed to know you're not supposed to be cutting open people's heads when you ain't got no medical degree in in the park? Right. (laughs) Who told them? Nobody ever actually said that. That's Where not, is it in the law? Where right. is it in the law? Show me that. Yeah. See, that's why we have blue laws, because we need very specific laws about not getting fish drunk and also not cutting open somebody's head in the park, because otherwise, how people go, no, that was How would we know? We got to try it to know. So he also ran for governor of Iowa. Of course he did. Bish. Norman, are you not tired? If he won, I'm pissed. Uh, And he also ran for state senator, but lost miserably. Thank you. Okay. Okay. At least he he lost. So Norman then followed Dr. Brinkley to Eureka Springs, Arkansas, moving around a lot, very scammery, where he purchased a Victorian hotel to convert it into another hospital. No. Yes. He has a passion. And you know hotels are the best things for hospitals because they don't have no overhead lighting. And you don't need that. No. You don't need that in the hospital at all, no. okay? Just vibes. Look at this hotel. This also looks like a haunted mansion. Like, this looks like the spirits of everybody who ever stayed there is definitely just chilling in the parlor. I would like to die there. Every time I go into a fancy hotel, I'm like, this would be a great place to die. Right. Like, if I'm a haunt, like, let me haunt someplace cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's given like spooky. It's got like the very pointy architecture. I'm definitely not going there as a hospital. It's not giving care. No. It's not giving medical care. It's giving maybe end of life care. Right. Hospice. How many outlets y'all got in there? It's not even giving like electricity Please. is running through the whole joint. Please. No, thank you. And who's doing the the landscaping? It seems like the trees and everything are just, the foliage is out of control. You ever been to Eureka Springs? No, I haven't. It's beautiful down there. Okay. It is. I bet this was a beautiful place. 
You think so? I bet it was. And it does look big and fancy. And this is an olden time photo, so I'm sure like if it was like real color and you mm-hmm. were walking up, this might look like a college or like a prestigious, mm-hmm. you know, like the Hogwarts of medicine. I bet it was pretty. It's giving, you know what? What a beautiful place to die. Because that's what's going to happen if you went over there. Norman was going to kill your ass. Norman's definitely going to take your life. Okay. Y'all want a final resting place that's sexy? Come on down here and get this medical treatment at this hotel. Love that. So Norman painted the Crescent Hotel almost entirely lavender, his favorite color, and stuck one of his tangly caliphones on the roof. So also, is Norman a a queer icon? I was about to say, if his favorite color is purple, we're dealing with a... Can I say faggot? I'm sorry. <laughs> you can. Um, <laughs> but, but before that, what rang a bell to me is obviously like he was dating like divas who were pretending to be madams. That's a larger than life woman personality. And as a woman who has dated a lot of queer men, you know, they're very attracted to like a diva. And then he left his diva wife one year after, you know, his new one. And now he's just traveling with Dr. Brinkley. Now he's shacked who, up with Dr. Brinkley. Yeah, yeah. Who does ball surgery for men. It, yeah. Yeah. With no license, which means he was just very uh, he had a passion lighten the loafers for balls lighten the loafers for sure this guy yes love that for him so um, he you know stuck a caliphone on the roof he wore violet suits to match and drove a custom coach built cord automobile as the newest big wig of Eureka Springs so he rode around in purple suits like he was fucking Willy Wonka yeah and he was driving the baddest bitch vehicle honestly iconic iconic though he exuded confidence with B-list movie star looks oh y'all shady Kaylin Damn. Movie star. Damn. Not A-list, but B. Like, he was not Hella Berry Fonte or Hera Belafonte. <laughs> yeah. But you know, he was like Belafonte. Hey. Like, hey. Hey. Yeah. He was kind of cute. So Norman continued to be extremely paranoid and had his office sealed off in bulletproof glass, as well as kept two submachine guns nearby. You should be paranoid. You killing people's family at you your fancy hotel. You have enemies. Yes, you have big enemies. You got haters. Get some more machine guns. I guarantee you yeah. need it. So the Baker Hospital operated successfully for two years before Norman was caught trying to defraud people through flyers advertising the hospital. Yeah, I'm not going to a hospital with a flyer. Like a Cedar Sinai, <laughs> somebody was out on the street like, y'all come to Cedars, y'all come to Cedars, come we got on, them hey. surgeries, we got them free before 11 in the ER. Uh, ladies, ladies. Come on, two drink minimum, right. come on, get out here. <laughs> ladies, get IV first, ladies, get IV first, y'all, y'all pull up. Yeah, if your hospital got flyers, I don't want to come. This feels like y'all doing a little too much. So in 1940, Norman was found guilty of mail fraud. They love getting the girls on mail fraud. Don't put a flyer in the mail, girl, because the U.S. Postal Service is snitching. Okay? They're telling on you guys for real. If I get arrested for mail fraud, though, the mail truck better take me to the jail. Like, yeah, I want the, the doors to be open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want the mailman to take me to jail, okay? So, he served three years at the federal penitentiary at Leavenworth, Kansas. In 19, this is his mugshot. His mugshot is still giving. Yeah, no, he's serving. He's serving and serving time. Yes. It both. <laughs> serving looks and time. Oh, he's Love serving that all right. For him. So, in 1946, he tried unsuccessfully to reopen his facility in Muscatine. The entire time, he claimed he was the victim of a conspiracy against him. With hospitals and radio stations closed, Norman retired to Miami, Florida, where he lived on a three-story yacht once owned by a railroad magnate, Jay Gold. He died there of cirrhosis of the liver on September 8, 1958, at the age of 76. So, he lived for a long time. He lived till 70. 
76. Cirrhosis makes sense to me because this man was clearly drinking alcohol. Like, this is all starting to add up to me now. Because I'm like, you can't be sober and be like, we cutting off somebody's head in the, in the park. No, this is an alcoholic gay man who died alone in Florida. <laughs> yeah. That's sad. Yeah. But also, I mean, should have happened sooner. Yeah, you was a menace, my guy. Like, you worked so hard. And you know he probably killed so much more than five people. Oh, hell yeah. When you count it all up. Because hospitals, you don't really count, like, nobody's like, oh, the hospital killed these people. It's like, when you go to the hospital, that's there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> You're there for a reason. Right. So you might die soon. Right. You know, or maybe they save you. So this is a nasty man. Um, I, I really wish, Norman, that you had just followed your passion for entertainment and, and become an actor. Or, or well, let's be honest, a drag queen. Yes. That's what was really going on. Yeah, she could have been getting $1 tips at the local pub <laughs> and <laughs> living your best life. But instead, you was out here Operating on people with no licenses. I don't like you, Norman. I don't like you. I don't like him at all. The suits are given, though. The Lavender Hotel, nice touches, but uh, you're a bad guy. But you live for a long time. When you evil, you be living long. Yeah, evil people do live for a long time, and he was supposed to die at like 30. Yeah. Back then, that's what people did. Yeah, and he persevered. Yeah, he really lived. Yes. He had like multiple jail sentences, multiple houses. Right. And like he was live in the 50s. Like people was over here doing the, the corn husker or whatever whack dances they was doing in the 50s. <laughs> and he's still alive from the 1800s. Yeah, he's old as fuck. Yeah, so all right, guys. That brings us to the saddest part of the show, the end, where I have to let Caleb go. But before we do that, I love that you're putting up a peace sign like somebody can see this. It's and just I, for you. I love it. Peace. I need it for me. Um, before we let you go, Scammer of the Week. Uh, this will be highlight a charlatan who's worthy of our praise. Maybe not, like Norman's old bitch ass. But let's see. So today we're talking about a student in Hong Kong who has been arrested after participating in an elaborate kidnapping to scam her parents out of ransom money. Mm. You kidnapped yourself? Yeah. To sta- to scam your parents. Yeah. Okay, I don't know where I stand yet. I'm absolutely I'm in it. I'm I'm supportive. <laughs> You're supportive? I would never do it to my mom, so no, I'm like, never. You, your parents must be bad. Right. I would assume it's giving like rich evil mummy and daddy never loved me. Yeah, they must deserve it. So the ruse started when she had a video sent to her parents of herself with blood covering her body with a note demanding five million in Hong Kong dollars or six hundred forty thousand USD. Damn, that's not even that much. I mean, I guess in Hong Kong and the five milli was milling. 640k. I'm my note would be for much more than that. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, because it feels like you can only do a kidnapping once. Like yeah. you can't be like, oh, they napped me again, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the second time I'm like keeper. Right. It was like we we did our best. We, Maybe her family doesn't have that much money though. Six six forty is not a lot. I feel like if you ever think that kidnap like pretending to do a kidnapping to get money out of your parents, like you, they must have some kind of money. Because this right. ain't a like my form of doing this would be like, oh, my mom sent me to the store with a twenty, and I'm not giving her her change. Right. Like that's my small ransom. Yeah. So you got to know your, your parents got a little coin. So they reported it to the police who launched an investigation. As it turns out, in August, the 18-year-old ran into a person online posing as a Shanghai police officer. He accused her of being involved in a criminal case during the investigation, and he was able to dupe her out of 200000 in Hong Kong dollars, roughly $25,000 USD. So this is the student... So she got coin because if you're 18 and someone can get 25K out of you, you got way more money than the average 18 year old. Yeah. Like, so, but over time, the scammer endeared himself to the student and she began to develop feelings for him. Oh, bitch. 
Carl, how are you developing feelings for somebody who's taking your money? I tell us all this time. I there is nothing that drives my my coochie out more than somebody asking me for money. Especially twenty five k. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, ain't enough honey and goat get, balls get in the, the world horny, to honey. get me horny again. Get after the that. horny honey. We're gonna need it. <laughs> we need a vat. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We need the horny bees. I need to get stung by them. Like the honey ain't gonna be enough. <laughs> okay, I'm turned off. So no longer or not long after he tried to scam her again out of almost 13,000 USD but the bank flagged the wire transfer before it was completed. Officers warned her about the scammer but she continued the relationship. Damn. It really is like that sometimes. Is it? It really sometimes sometimes when you're really desperate you'll do anything for this love. This scammer must have been fine or doing That's what some I'm doing some things has has some talents that we don't know about because this is baby. As a result, her parents ordered her home and not long after they received the video. Officers were able to track her down through security footage at a hotel and arrest her. Ooh. The student told officers she was helping her mainland police friend on a mission because she looked like a person wanting by the mainland authorities and that the fake blood in the video turned out to be ketchup. Bitch. Now... You're not even going to buy some Halloween store blood? Yeah, come on. Now they got a Halloween store on every block. Dedicate, Be dedicated to your craft. Okay, you in Hong Kong, I know they got stuff over there for cosplaying. For like, you could have gone on Amazon, sis, and got some fake blood. Mm-hmm. Babe, ketchup. What you, ketchup? Come on. At least tell me you dyed it a little bit or tried to get the consistency right, because ketchup doesn't look like blood. No, well, maybe, maybe that's her parents knew. I still support her. I think she's a queen. <laughs> I think she's a queen. I love it. I do appreciate that this was a low-budget grift. She was just like, get some Heinz, get the video camera out. <laughs> get a hotel room. Right. And that's all we need. So this this took an interesting turn because I thought that she was scamming her parents out of the money. But in reality, she got some sexy person over here who's helping her do these crimes. And hey, if we, we haven't seen him. If he's good at sex and he's cute, who knows? Right. He might have earned it. He might have earned it. He might have earned this. Also, if you got 25 k laying around in your own bank account without the assistance of your parents you didn't need look girl now you got a record well but hey love is worth it <laughs> love is worth i love is worth the record i've always said this they're getting married they're, they're still getting together married. <laughs> <laughs> they're in love we doing a little jail um soiree nothing nothing come too on big. down yeah visiting hours start at noon yeah <laughs> don't wear any jewelry <laughs> <laughs> don't bring any weapons please don't bring any weapons please and we're gonna have a ceremony no <laughs> no all right i feel bad for miss girl but also i don't because sis you you had plenty of opportunities to hop off this yeah, she could have gotten out at any time. Mm, God well, bless her. God bless her. God bless her scamming, fine-ass man. I bet he is, too. Oh, yeah. You know he's tasty. I bet he is. Yeah. If he's not, then I'm really going to be mad at you. He better He better be looking like... See, I don't need honey. I'm, I'm getting horny thinking about a guy <laughs> I've never seen who is objectively a thief. Like, I'm literally, like, worked up right now. <laughs> you don't need no balls. You the idea, balls. The idea of a guy being hot, I'm just like, whoo. We got to end the episode. We, I gotta have, no, we have no features. We have no, we're just like, whoo, oh my God. Ooh, that imaginary theft man. Yes. Like, oh, I'm thinking about hot people I've seen before. Ooh, yeah, That's all, all right. I need. Let's just get steamy on here, guys. Um, <laughs> we always ask people on the show, where would you like to be found? Anything you want people to watch? Anywhere that they can follow you? 
Oh boy, yeah. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Caleb Says Things, and I'll I'll tell you what's up over there. Yes, and Caleb is hilarious. Get your follow. Look, Twitter's a hellscape, and I really thank God for you. Like I'm being so sincere <laughs> that I see you just tweeting the goofiest, most hilarious things every day, and it makes me laugh so often. And I really appreciate it because you know you get on Twitter and they're like everything is bad. Women, y'all don't got no rights no more. As of today at 4 p.m. And <laughs> Oh, the police is doing more murders. Like, you know, it's just like it such a bad. dark place. So then to see like, you know, a random like tweet from you. <laughs> I'm talking about nonsense. I love that you're talking about nonsense. I too am talking about nonsense. Okay. I'm trying to contribute in a healthy way online, which and is we're me doing it. talking about nonsense. And we're doing it. We are. Congregation, as always, scam, snitch on your friends and your family and your enemies at scamgoddesspod at gmail.com if you want to see the photos and these fire ass posters from a queer icon, Norman <laughs> Baker. Uh, scam got this pod on the Instagram and then on Twitter. That's where I'll be talking to y'all and y'all be doing shenanigans. Stop photoshopping me into photos with the general okay i will never tell you what cut rate car insurance i have this is i'm, I'm tired of y'all um, i saw one i'm not gonna lie it made me laugh <laughs> and it ain't even make me the same height as shack as i should be right because we are the same height i'm very tall i've met you and shack and y'all are very much the same thank height. thank you yeah. thank you i've met shack as well and it was like man the air up here my guy right. like you oh, know, on the same level that's how we was talking that's what we was talking about the whole time because we have that in common you hear me um and you can follow me at d-i-v-a-l-a-c-i-d valacy on all platforms congregation stay radioing <laughs> <laughs> Stay radioing. Stay radio. That's the best one yet. All right, we're out. Scam Goddess. This has been an Earwolf production in association with Team Coco. Scam Goddess stars and is hosted by me, Lacey Mosley, a.k.a. Scam Goddess. It's produced by Judith Cargbo, engineered by Ryan Connor and Abby Aguilar. Our researcher is Kaylin Brandt. Stay scheming. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.